1: You just here, Ted Leitner going this ball game belongs to my San Diego Padres. We're going to hear from Teddy Leitner hour here on Ben and Woods. Minute, five, little join little 8.35, can't wait to hear from Uncle Teddy after <laughs> we had to postpone him on Friday because of our technical difficulties. Fortunately, we seem to avoid those today, Woods. Are we going
2: to do the Incorporator this year? Or is it already just awful? Of, is is life already hard enough without putting Uncle that's Teddy a through the ringer and Jesse through the ringer? Not that Jesse ever has one iota well, of a problem. That's
1: the thing. Jesse has no problem with it. Teddy is unaware it exists. So I say we do it. Really, there's no... Um, I don't think we're adding any stress to anyone's life. No, none whatsoever. All right. So looking forward to catching up with Uncle Teddy. Uh, you know, who's... I wonder how he feels about all this. Yeah. yeah. It's got a... First of all, you know he's not. They don't go on the road trips. They're going to be calling all road games from their booth at Petco Park, yeah, over a video monitor. So, and he's
2: separated from Jesse.
1: Yeah, they're going they're to be not a different next to each other. Yeah. yeah, it's you know so that's going to be thirty of the games right there. And then you know the thirty home games he's going to be calling, but he's going to be there. And obviously, you know, there's some people around, and you know he's in the the older, higher risk group. So how he feels about everything that's been going on in our country. I'm fascinated to hear what Uncle Teddy has to say, yeah. kind of here at the bottom of the hour protect that man you know put, put him in shrink wrap whatever you that's need. what we're doing he's, a he's bubble. Got his own booth
2: all to himself you just protect him at all costs because as this team window as, as this team's window continues to open i want teddy around for the long haul because teddy
1: deserves it yeah we already had this a some long Uncle time teddy scares you know last year yeah exactly and, you know it turned out to be okay so we definitely don't want anything to happen to him now um, but uh, it'll be good to hear his voice coming up here at 835, and uh, we'll talk some more Padres baseball. We are getting closer. I mean, this is, uh, what, next Friday, so 10 days uh, before the Padres take on the Arizona Diamondbacks. And while normally you don't feel such a sense of urgency at the beginning of the season, I mean, what, they play the Diamondbacks for the first three to start, or is it Four. You've got to get off to a good start. You can't just, you know, get off. You can't just stumble out of the gate. No, one and five and, or yeah, something. No, drop you just Drop five in your first six. Oh, or, boy. I'm you know, telling yourself, you. That's a tenth of the season. right? Six games. That's a tenth of the season right that's there. That's crazy. So every single game is going to be almost too important, almost too, too much on the line. I don't know that I can sustain myself, you know, for two months of basically playoff baseball before the actual playoffs even get started. Uh, It does feel like the Padres uh, of all teams are really well positioned to not necessarily win a world series, but take advantage, maybe exceed what they were built to do in a 162 game season in a 60 game season here that they have guys who, you know, tend to get hot for shorter stretches, tend to start hot, tend to start hot that, that that could be an advantage they have a deep bullpen. That's going to be the topic of our uh, roundtable tomorrow. That seems like it's going to be an advantage in a shortened season when uh, not every starting pitcher is going to be stretched out to begin the year. Uh, their starting pitching, though, looks pretty good based on what we've seen in the inner squad games over the last few days. Not just one guy. It's Chris Paddock. It's Joey Lucchese. It's Denelson Lamette, Garrett Richards' command is looking good. Um, they seem to have starting options. They seem to have depth. Uh, even the younger guys, who you're not really counting on. Ryan Weathers is one uh, that has impressed. Yeah, I guess he looked pretty good the uh, other day, during, too. During Padres' summer camp here at Petco well, Park well, as well. And you
2: still got the Mackenzie Gores of the world and the Luis Patinos. And you still you still have all these names we haven't even brought up. And, again, we will on the round table tomorrow as we dive into the bullpen. But the Pierce Johnsons of the world, Ben, the Padres basically got for nothing. Guy, right here in
1: Japan. Guy had the,
2: the best curveball in Japan. We talked to him at spring training. He's fired up, ready to jam. Um, there's Emilio Pagan, there's Kirby Yates. Like it, just the list goes on and on and on. You got to get to those guys with a lead, so you got to score runs. You got to be able to push the envelope a little bit. And all we've heard about Jace Tingler, and we talked to his old manager in Texas, Chris Woodard, who he worked for. We talked to Woodard or Woodward. I always say the wrong Woodard. Word. It's Woodard, yeah. Um, who said, "Oh no, dude, it's he plays a a fast brand of baseball. He's going to have guys running, moving, all kinds of stuff that we really haven't seen here in a while." Padres are not going to be a team that sits back and waits for the three run homer. They're just not. They're going to be pushing the envelope a lot. So uh, it's going to be an exciting brand of Padres baseball here, by all accounts. Um, but you're right, man. The hot start is absolutely imperative. I mean, it's you, you, you got to win series. Just win series. Win series. Win series. Let's get two out of three. Let's get two out of three. Let's get three out of four. Win these series and put yourself in a position. There, there cannot be a stumble.
1: It's always a cliche, hey, we want to get off to a hot start. You have to. But it, it really was a cliche. The Washington Nationals proved last year yeah. what a really what dumb, a cliche, cliche it, is. it is. They got off to a terrible start. They ended up winning the World Series because they figured it out. They played great baseball the last three and a half, four months, and then rolled their way through the playoffs. You don't have to get off to a hot start in a 162 game season. You really do have to in a 60. I guess there's there's a scenario where you drop eight of your first ten and you're two and eight, and you do if you roll off a 12 game winning streak, you're fine. You can't be counting on that. No, in a 60 game season, though, a, a giant winning streak to save your bacon. Uh, over the last three weeks of the year. It's more than likely not going to happen.
2: Got some breaking news out of baseball this morning, Ben. Cardinals closer Jordan Hicks was the uh, hardest thrower in Major League Baseball, has opted out of the 2020 season, uh, says that he has pre-existing conditions. He's a type 1 diabetic, puts him at much higher risk for COVID-19. Uh, he wrote on Twitter that he hopes to use his platform to bring more awareness for the di- diabetic community. So there, that's a pretty big loss for the St. Louis Cardinals, but, again, you're Jordan Hicks, type one diabetic. Why risk it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's you know, he's out,
1: and you have to take so many steps to just make sure you stay healthy in the first place. Yeah, uh, adding one more, you know, to the equation here, trying to play baseball in a pandemic didn't make sense to him. Yep. So so he's out. Uh, totally understand that. I did. I, I saw that, and that's a that's a, every team is going to suffer some sort of losses. It, it they won't all be equal though. We talked earlier. Buster Posey opted out. Um, you know he's got adoptive twins that were just born that were both premature and uh, doesn't feel comfortable you know losing buster posey is' yeah, a blow it's not the same as losing maybe a superstar in their prime yeah losing him 10 years you know, eight years ago losing reliever might not be as tough as losing a starting pitcher um every team is going to suffer guys who are either out due to COVID or out due to injury those losses are magnified in a short season we already saw it with Jose Castillo, you get one little uh, you know, strain, lat strain, yeah, strain lat. and you're out half the season. It's no longer, oh, yeah, he's going to probably miss the first three or four weeks, but we'll have him for the last five months. No, now you're gone for half the season. Everything is magnified. What's the season, about 12 schedule. weeks? Uh, not even. It's like nine weeks. Oh, my God.
2: Uh, Craig Medi, our boy, Craig Medi, uh, Cash Medi tweets in, I think the Padres are well-positioned, like you guys said. I still think this is a tough spot for Tingler. First time manager in a season like this can't be easy. Hard to judge me the way. The only thing I say to that, Craig, uh, I submit that it's going to be difficult for all of those managers um, because no one has ever done this. No one's ever had to manage in a season like this before. Um yeah, I think it was going to be difficult for him. Is this easier, Ben, managing in a 60 game season or 162 games? I got to think the 60 game season's easier, don't you? It's fewer games, like you just, it's It's tougher in that the games mean more, but it's also you don't you're not really gonna have to worry about guys being like, "Oh God, we're out of it. I don't really feel like playing to do. You know, like I, I feel like I feel like everybody is starting at the same
1: advantage or disadvantage uh, in that nobody's ever had to do this short season before. Well, in, in some ways, and he talked about it, Jay Stingler, might have a bit of an advantage in that the only managerial experience yeah, he has, shorter seasons. is in sixty to seventy game seasons. Whether it's uh, the Dominican or it's Arizona rookie ball, those teams play about sixty to seventy games. So that's and they, you know, they're trying to win and they keep standing. Yeah, so of course, he's managed on a short season against all these other big league managers who, if they ever did that, it was probably long ago, and now they're used to the one hundred and sixty-two game grind of the regular season schedule. So they may have to do more adjusting to their managerial styles than Jace Tingler, who doesn't even really have a managerial style yet. Um, he's just going to kind of jump in with an open mind. That being said, he's probably going to make some mistakes. Yeah. You know, Andy Green made mistakes early on. I mean, Joe Madden's going to make mistakes this year. Yeah. You know, and, I mean, I think everybody. And those is. mistakes will be magnified as well. Yeah. Um, Whereas like, did you, ah, you might've stuck with that guy a little too long. Maybe a more experienced manager might've read those signs and pulled his picture a little earlier. Well, those mistakes cost game. All of a sudden, one game could be huge in the standings in a sixty-game season. Yeah, I just don't. I don't.
2: I think Craig's right in that you can't. It's going to be hard to judge anybody off what happens in a short season. Um, And again, if he, you know he goes 15 and 45 that will be awful and we'll hate it but i don't think he should lose his gig necessarily uh next year i think it would be it would be really a disappointment if that happened it and it it could happen um no one really knows but i do think everyone's kind of starting at the same you know the same starting line whereas like hey you know we got 60 games to figure this thing out obviously some of those teams uh when you look at at their lineups and stuff they're a lot deeper than the padres but i mean you look around baseball Who's got a better bullpen than the San Diego Padres on paper? Very few, if any, uh, have as even close to a bullpen as they put together. So I think there's going to be the thing with Jace, figuring out who's hot, figuring out who's getting guys out at the right time. That's going to be the hardest thing is managing that bullpen in a short season. It's going to be nuts. You'd be tempted, right? You'd be tempted. If Garrett Richards goes out, he's laboring a little bit, just kind of all over the place, but he's a veteran. You kind of trust him. Aren't you tempted to be like, you know what, I'm just going to go get one of these studs from the bullpen, and if he doesn't work, I'm going to get another stud. You find yourself, you may be changing the way you manage a little
1: bit. Well, yeah, especially if you've got 15 or 16 guys in the bullpen. (laughs) Yeah, dude. They all throw 98. I I need to get these guys some work as well. I would say there's going to be a shorter leash for everybody. There's no reason to stick with a guy who doesn't have his good stuff on a given day. It's like, hey, we've seen two innings out of you. You don't you're got just, it you today. You just don't got it today. Let's Hey, we'll come back in a couple of days. You'll get another start. Don't worry about it. Let's give these arms of the bullpen a chance. We yeah. can go seven different guys over the next seven innings and have another seven probably tomorrow. And feel
2: pretty damn good about the seven guys we're running out there and the seven guys we're running out there tomorrow.
1: Yeah, so I think you're going to see less patience um, with, with guys who are struggling on the mound. There's no reason to hey, we need, to, oh, we need to squeeze another two innings out of this guy to save our bullpen. And it's that, not in 60 games, you know. It's going to be that game behind the game this year that's going to be so – if you're a baseball
2: fan, right, and if you're a, a surface baseball fan, great. Either you're going to see baseball. You're going to see hits and runs and errors and walks and home runs and all those things that you like. But if you're a hardcore baseball fan, the game within the game this year is going to be riveting. And when you think about what's down the road, I mean, I know it's hard – but in 162 games, Ben, you can blow 10 games. You can't. A manager's error can cost you 10 games, and it's not going to kill your season more than likely.
1: Now, you just can't. I think um, ultimately, and this this doesn't really jive with each other, I think this I think this season is meaningful. I think it's important. I think it's important that the Padres play well, that they take a step forward during these 60 games. But I also say you can't fully evaluate Jace Tingler. No, I agree over the course of those 60 games I agree. either. I agree. I agree 100%. Can, the all you can do is get a first impression. And first impressions are big. You can't you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. We will get it's a great old first, commercial. We will get our first impression of Jace Tingler this season. That's all it's going to be. Now if it's a bad first impression, then he's probably on thinner ice going into season number 2. Uh maybe the leash is a little bit shorter. If it's a good first impression, then, yeah, maybe he has a little more leeway going into season number two. But you can't evaluate 100% and say, I know what we have in our manager after just 60 games. It's just impossible.
2: What if he he goes 45 and 15?
1: Still, that's a good first impression. If then next season he comes back and the Padres are 72 and 90 in a 162-game season, I'm not necessarily saying that he's safe because that 42 and 18 is only an impression. It's not something you can fully evaluate on. Same thing. If they go 25 and 35 and miss the playoffs by seven games, it's not like, hey, if you don't get out to a hot start the next season, you're immediately fired. I think you need at least one full season of 162 games before you have any idea what you have in a manager. So this is a first impression. It'll probably set the tone for what we think going into the next season, but it's not – you can't really make any decisions based on a 60 game season.
2: Yeah, I mean I I you can see how the guys play for him though. You can see you can see his strategy, you can see um you can see a lot. I mean, it's not just a it's not just a throwaway of a season. I mean, these are real games. They they count. You know, they're going to be playing for a championship if we make it all the way that, you know, that far. Um I I'm I'm putting I think I'm putting more stock in this season than you are. Uh, in that I think we can know a little bit about what we have and what style uh, and how Jace interacts with the players. And so far, so good. I mean, I've I've heard nothing but positive reports. But, again, you know, starting one and nine could change all of that uh, in 10 days. So you just never know.
1: All right. uh, When we come back, uh, obviously, Ted Leitner is going to join us at the bottom of the hour. Um, Also, uh, we talked about it earlier, but – I got the news yesterday with the Washington football team name change coming up. We got some thoughts on uh, possible replacement names and uh, just that whole issue and how it's kind of being going down and how Dan Snyder is handling it as an owner. Get to that next. First, let's check traffic on 97.3 The Fan. Here's Kelly Danick.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.